Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. The news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello there, welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Headlines. The Buffer Store Company has commenced investigations into alleged distribution of expired food at the Savalugu Senior High School. Two dead, one injured in war collapse in the Ashanti region. And on the international front, 60 killed in a blast at Burkina Faso gold mine. There's more stories coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Taking you back in the day. This is DJ Kobe Rich, the return selector. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT for International Drive Time Show. Whether you are driving home, finishing a shift, I promise to make it an engaging and interesting one. You can also listen back by visiting our website or why not take us into your pocket by downloading the Ghana Talks Radio app via iOS and play stores. You're most welcome back from the break to first story. The National Women's Organizer of the National Democratic Congress, NDC, Dr. Hannah Louise Pesiu, has served notice she will lead the training of vigilantes ahead of the next general elections in 2024. She said the state has failed to provide security, not only to political opponents, but the entire citizenry, and it is time the interests of minority groups were protected. As a result, she says she will personally ensure the training of the political vigilantes to provide security in 2024. The former member of parliament for Tunnel South constituency warned that nobody should call us because it is about us. Speaking to the media, Dr. Bissiu said the vigilantes to be trained will serve as a bird's eye for her party to ensure that the ballots are protected in 2024. The outgoing chairperson of the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE, Josephine Nkrumah, will be assuming a new role as the Economic Community of West African State ECOWAS Ambassador to Liberia. On Monday, she appealed to the chairperson of the ECOWAS, President Dekufajo, for his support in the discharging of a new role when she paid him a courtesy visit at the Jubilee House to formally tender her resignation. I think a few weeks ago, I came to see you about um, an offer. I sought your blessings before I made a final decision on whether or not I take up that offer. You graciously gave me some wise words and asked me if I thought through what. Um, the decision I was going to make, and I said yes. Um, following that conversation, certain processes have gone on, and as we speak, I just um, offered my letter of acceptance to ECOWAS to 
was ambassador to Liberia with a duty post in Monrovia. As the father of the land, as the pointing authority, I deem it necessary to come and see you and officially tender in my resignation, which will take effect on his part. President Kufuadu congratulated Madame Nkrumah on her new position, describing the news as momentous. The president urged her to give her utmost best to bring prestige to herself and Ghana. In response, Madame Josephine Nkrumah thanked President Kufuadu for his support and his willingness to offer counsel. <laughs> First of all, Madam, Madam Chair, you're very welcome. You're, you're, not a, you're not a stranger to these premises, so it's good to have you back here again. Very momentous news. First of all, let me congratulate you. you know, this is a job you, 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 you sought, you've been given, and uh, all, all the formalities are over now, yeah, including what Liberia agreed, and all of those formalities are concluded. Okay. Okay, and you received a formal appointment from ECOWAS. I see. Well, so the first thing is it's in order. I've been together here for the last five years and seen the quality of the work that you have done. I have no doubt that uh, this is a job you're going to go and do and bring credit to yourself and to us. Still on local stories, the Awutu Senya East Circuit Court has convicted a 43-year-old man to six months imprisonment for assaulting Mr. Elvis Asensu, a staff of the Kaswa South District of the Electricity Company of Ghana in the Central Region. Prosecuting Officer Chief Inspector Sylvester Agbazudan told the court that the convict Suleiman Osman is a mason who resides at Kakraba Newtown in Kaswa. According to him, on 16th February 2022, at about 10.30 a.m. The complaint together with his team were carrying out a routine inspection of customers' premises as part of ECD's effort to clamp down on illegal connections when they detected that the convict has connected power illegally. The complainant then decided to disconnect the power, but the convict got furious, went into his room and pulled out a cutlass and threatened to slash the complainant. Some unidentified persons came to the rescue of the complainant and took the cutlass from the complainant. The convict, not satisfied, slapped the complainant without a cause. The complainant and his team later reported the case to the Kaswa police, where he was issued a medical form for treatment at the Kaswa Polyclinic. The police later arrested the convict, and upon interrogation, he admitted the offenses. He was then arraigned before court on 18th of February 2022, while he was sentenced to six months imprisonment. Jonathan Adjagment, district manager of the Kaswa South District of the ECG, expressed that customers should cooperate with officials of the ECG and not to be hostile towards them in the discharge of their duties. He added that this will be a deterrent to people who abuse staff of ECG, especially in their line of duty. Students of the Savalugu Senior High School in the northern region on Sunday embarked on a demonstration against the management of the school over what they consider to be the poor quality of food served at a dining hall. A teacher who spoke to the media on condition of anonymity explained that the students complained they do not get enough food and the food served was of low quality. According to the students, they resorted to embark on a demonstration because they are also not allowed to go outside the school premises to get 
food. A student also uh, said that they should provide them with right food, while others said that they have been complaining about the situation for a very long time, but nothing has been done about it. The students who protested in school to express their displeasure also complained about the quantity of food served. And what the reason is that the students of service are not treated well as their as students are expected to be treated. And this is because uh, the reason for the demonstration is that uh, the way they treat us, example as our meal, the way uh, the meal that we are taking is not enough and it is an, they are giving us an expiring product like the milk that you can see and uh, the sarin and other all other aspects of the food are not well prepared and they, they are not even well cooked for this for the student. When they are consuming their lives are in danger or they are not in good life. This one can lead them not to particularly academic and so on that Savalugu issue, the National Food Buffer Store Company has commenced investigations into the alleged distribution of expired food at the Savalugu Senior High School. Students of the school boycotted classes to protest the quality of meals offered them by the authorities on Monday, February 21st. They subsequently moved to the chief's palace to accuse school authorities of feeding them with expired milk and tin fish. Meanwhile, President of the National Association of Graduate Teachers, Nagrat, and Joe Kabonu has urged that the supply of food to high schools is a burden on the Buffer Stock Company, but the chief executive officer, CEO of the company, Hanan Abdul Wahab, has assured that all the concerns raised will be investigated. They do not rule out the possibility of the items being expired, though. Yeah, it's the issue of uh, cash flow, which, um, as I said, um, last week we have disbursed 130 million Ghana cities to the suppliers. So the fear of headmasters of uh, inadequate food in their um, uh, stores or warehouses would be would be sorted out soon because um, most of the chairs have cleared on Friday. So suppliers have uh, started their procurement and distribution today, uh, Monday. We have received some signals from other parts of the country that suppliers are. The, the 130. And also send them to, send the invoices to Ministry of Education also in badges. So a supplier, um, there is 80% probability that on in, in every batch, we have suppliers representing every batch. So once we are paying a particular batch, uh, 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 it cuts across. So most suppliers GDL get to our news. GDL 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 news. You know, uh, payment. So with this 130 million, almost all the suppliers have gotten some money to, to, to go in there and then, and then continue with the supplies. So schools across the country can expect some food? Yes, 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 for sure. Yes, 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 yes. But you say some money, it means that we still owe them. Exactly. How much? You know, the point is that um, I want you to, you know, understand this. As we speak, every day, invoices keep on coming because suppliers are on the ground supplying. Government will always owe supplies. That's the reality. Even when you clear the debt today, tomorrow, invoice, new invoices will come. So that is how the system works. And that makes it better than um, uh, reverting back to the schools where uh, 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 headmasters will not be able to go to the market and credit uh, 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 food items from the market because of what lack of guarantee. You understand? Yeah. Is it true that government owes you three hundred million? No, it's not true. It's not true.
It's not true. Government owes you more. It's not true. Not not more, but it's not true. But like I said, government has released 130 million Ghana cities last week, which we have disbursed. And <clears throat> from now to the end of the week, you would hear, you know. Due our news, the news others choose. To our next local story, two persons have been confirmed dead after a war collapsed on some contractors who were working at a project site at Komwase in the Ashanti region. One person is reported to have been severely injured in the accident. According to eyewitnesses, the three were erecting a wall at a project site when the wall collapsed on them. Although the three were trapped under the rubble, only one survived. Bystanders also commended the police for their timely intervention to save the life of the injured mason who is currently in a critical condition. Meanwhile, the remains of the other two have been deposited at the morgue. Police have begun investigations into the incident. You are still tuning in and watching on Facebook the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio from the local stories and business stories. And as fuel prices rise, the Member of Parliament for Ningo Pram Pram, Sam Nata George, has stated that he is considering the option of riding a donkey as a means of transport. He explained that if Jesus Christ rode a donkey during his triumph entry into Jerusalem, nothing stops him from also doing so. So, considering the difficult times the country is currently in, speaking to the media, or the lawmaker explained that the hike in fuel prices has left him with no other choice. Have you bought fuel today? I'm looking for donkey to do what? Even Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, he did this triumphant entry. You said donkey, because right now the fuel, where the fuel has got into. Hmm. That's got it where? Where it has got into? Mm. To our next business story, Minister of the Interior Ambrose Derry has made a strong suggestion that electronic transaction levy will reduce the issues of youth unemployment in the country drastically. In an impassioned address in Wa during the government's uh, town hall meeting on the bill on Monday, January, um, February, I beg your pardon, 21st, Mr. Derry said the suggestion by the Opposition National Democratic Congress, NDC, for the government to rather go for extended credit facility from the International Monetary Fund, IMF, will rather worsen the unemployment situation in the country. He cited how the recent recruitment by security agencies highlighted the issues of the youth unemployment in the country. Therefore, he maintained that the introduction of the bill popularly known as the E-Levy will provide government with the needed funds to employ more youth. He finally called on the Upper West Upper Western to embrace the E-Levy for government to do more for them, especially with the expansion of road network and electricity in the country. Sharing the perspective of the NAPCO saga, the MP for the Ascent Central, Honorable Kennedy Ejapon, has urged government to be reasonable and stop the propaganda and pay the NAPCO trainee all their allowances. So anytime I travel and I get to airport, I get these young men and women coming to me that I should plead on their behalf that they've not been paid. The government has to pay them. You need propaganda with it. Now, when it comes to these NAPCO guys, MPP now is behaving like NDC. It's a complete propaganda. If you haven't paid them, they have to pay them. Some were assimilated into the system. 
TNTR News. So the news others choose. He cannot do it again. At least, what is owed to them should be given to them. That's no question about it. Because nobody works for free. You know, we should be reasonable human beings. These students or workers who are employed, those who are employed, at least their transportation costs is not paid by government. They find any means necessary to get to work. So government has no excuse whatsoever to say that they are not going to pay them. Now, this is where you say I'm this and that. You get money to pay 20,000 to parliamentarians. But you don't have money to pay 2,000. On the international front, at least 60 people were killed on Monday in an explosion at a market shift gold mine in a village near Degawa in the southwest Burkina Faso. Deaths and more people were injured, including women and children. It happened as explosives stored near a gold panning site blew up, local officials and witnesses said. Most of the injured people were evacuated to the Gawa Regional Hospital. A regional prosecutor who visited the scene said an investigation had been opened into the tragedy. Accidents are frequent at the unauthorized mining operations in some African countries with safety regulations often minimal or non-existent. We move to Ethiopia and Ethiopia's Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed will address the country's federal government uh, on the conflict between government forces and the Tigrayan forces in the north. It will be the first address to parliament since he won a second term in office last June. Ethiopian federal forces have been fighting the forces loyal to the Tigray People's Liberation Front TPLF since November 2020. The country is also embroiled in a border row with Sudan and a dispute with Egypt and Khartoum or over the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam the Jared on the Blue Nile River. On Sunday, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed announced the start of electricity generation from the controversial dam, prompting angry reactions from Egypt and Sudan. The two downstream countries have called for a legally binding agreement to resolve a dispute with Ethiopia. They view the dam as a threat because of their dependence on the Nile for drinking water and irrigation. A suspended top Nigerian police officer have denied allegations linking him to an international drug cartel, Abba. Chari was arrested last week after being accused by the country's anti-drug agency, NDLEA, of working with a drug cartel operating between Nigeria, Ethiopia and Brazil. But on Monday, he told the court in the capital Abuja through his lawyers that the allegations were trumped up. The NDLEA had alleged that Mr. Chari attempted to bribe its officers to sell most of the 25 kilos of cocaine seized by his team and then share the proceeds. But he dismissed the allegations. He said he was framed by the NTLEA officers after he insisted an informant who gave a tip off leading to the arrest of a suspected drug trafficker be compensated, but as initially agreed. One of his lawyers, Hamza Nuhu Dantani, told the BBC they also filed an application for his He said this was because he had been detained for more than 24 hours without charge, which violated his fundamental human rights. The court will hear the bill application on Thursday. 
To an international stories, U.S. President Joe Biden has agreed in principle to hold a summit with Russian President Vladimir Putin to discuss the crisis over Ukraine. The talks proposed by France will only take place in Russia, does not invade its neighbors, the White House said. The Kremlin, meanwhile, said there were no concrete plans for a summit. It is hoped that such talks could offer a possible diplomatic solution to one of the worst security crises in Europe in decades. U.S. officials says intelligence suggest Russia is ready to launch a military operation which Moscow denies. The proposed summit was announced by the French presidency after two phone calls between President Emmanuel Macron and Mr. Putin which went on for almost three hours in total. The second exchange happened in the early hours of Monday, Moscow time, and followed a 15-minute conversation Mr. Macron had with Mr. Biden. Mr. Macron's office said details of the possible summit will be discussed during the meeting between U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov on Thursday. In a statement that confirmed the proposal, the White House also said Russia appeared to be continuing preparations for a full-scale assault on Ukraine very soon and that the U.S. was ready to impose swift and severe consequences should it happen. Russia has massed more than 150,000 troops close to Ukraine's borders, according to U.S. estimates. To some entertainment stories, the biggest music festival ever to take place in Bristol has been announced for this summer. Forward to new event on the city's Downs Green Space will have the capacity of 60,000 over two days. The festival in September will be headlined by the Chemical Brothers and featured artists such as Little Sims, Jamie Excess, and Safe for the Mart. Forward will take place on 3rd and 4th of September with tickets going on sales on Friday. Organizer Team Love said Forward will be a new type of city festival with an area called The Information, which will feature debates about current affairs with a series of experts, writers, and artists involved. This is why I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching live on Facebook. You can log on to our website at com for more news updates. My name is Sandra. This Asante. is Ghana Talks Radio, the, the best station rocking the nation. All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio, get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What's a good shot? Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Yes, it's time for the Sports Bit on Ghana Talks Radio, and I welcome you to it. My name is Sandra Asante. We all know that Jesus Christ has been the savior of the entire universe. Today, there is one more celebrity who is followed, and he has the most followers on earth. I'm talking of Cristiano Ronaldo, and today he came out to say thank you to uh, his supporters for that immense uh, support. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break with more stories in rugby, tennis, and all the circles of sports. This is Sanjo Asante, the host with the modest. Join me every Monday to Friday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. GMT for latest news in Ghana and across the world. This will be followed by Sported Beat, Showbiz News, and Music Countdown. I also interview guests on the show and promises to be a great show. Don't forget, 
You can also listen by visiting our website or why don't you take us in your pocket by downloading the Ghana Talks Radio app via Apple, iOS and Play Store. Ghana Talks Radio, giving the youth a voice. You're welcome back from the break. So Cristiano Ronaldo, yes, thank his fans for all the love and support. He is now 400 million strong. Yes, the Manchester United star player has become the only person on Instagram to cross the gigantic milestone of January. The laugh of people around the entire world celebrating the achievement. The 37-year-old turned to the photo sharing app to send a special message for his admirers. So let's check out the message. We'll be back and talk about it, what he actually uh, meant for. But before that, you know, it is really amazing that apart from all this, um, you know, footballers across the world, Cristiano Ronaldo is the best, the one that most people, the supporters really love naturally. So you know how amazing it is. I really, really am excited with that. But I know you are too. So hit us out on social media uh, what you think about this milestone on part of Cristiano Ronaldo. Being the most followed person, uh, you know, uh, on Instagram is really amazing. I really admire that a lot. So he said that, hi guys, 400 million. Uh, wow, what, uh, you know, a number to begin with that one. He continued by saying that it is fantastic. What a moment for me. You know that uh, I've been amazing uh, to have you all here. You know, without you, it will be impossible for me. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. Keep going like that. I'll share my laugh with you all and the things with you uh, because you deserve it. That's what Cristiano Ronaldo is telling the fans uh, today that he is really, really uh, excited to have the fans followed him and shared that beautiful uh, memory with him. So Cristiano Ronaldo is singing that one. So we want to check the video. Yes. And uh, we'll come back and talk about what exactly he wanted the fans to understand. Hi guys, 400 million. Wow. What a number. Now I, I can say, <laughs> well, it's, it's fantastic. What a moment for me. You know, without you, this will be, would be possible. So from the bottom of my heart, I have to say thank you. Keep going like that. I will share uh, my life with you, all the, all the things with you, because you deserve it. So thank you very much. And let's do it more 100, 200 millions. Thank you, guys. Oh, my goodness. He said from the bottom of his heart. I want to know what is uh, in the bottom of his heart. But, you know, our pandemic, uh, Damien Aoge, also shared, you know, perspective on this particular milestone on behalf of the fans in the Ghana. on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium.
it's really bad. We'll definitely uh, get that one so that you can listen to it. So, away from Cristiano Ronaldo for now, former Argentina striker Sergio Aguero said he could be part of Argentina's backroom staff at the World Cup in Qatar this year after meeting with Argentine Football Association AFA President Claudio uh, Tapia on Monday. Aguero 33 announces retirement from soccer in December Chris- because of a heart condition uh, bringing the curtain down on an 18-year career during uh, which he scored more than 400 goals. So the Argentine said the final details of his arrangement with the AFA would be decided in this coming weeks and he added that he was hoping to attend the final draw for the World Cup which is set to take place on April 1st. So he said that we still need to figure out the role but I will be with the team at the World Cup. That's what Aguero told a reporters today and he continued by saying I want to spend the time with the players. I will be there with the team. I get along very well with them. I want to be close to them and try to have fun. Of course, that's the only thing he can do now since he can't uh, play football again. So Aguero scored 41 goals in 101 games for Argentina, representing them at the three World Cup and helping them win 2021 Copa America, uh, their first major title in 28 years. But Argentina have also already qualified on beating for Qatar and are second in the South American qualifying group, four points behind Brazil. Mm. So before we continue the soccer stories, we will get uh, the perspective of a pandect Damien Awoge on Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, being the most followed uh, celebrity in the entire world. And with Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, the most followed man on earth as it stands now. And I'm probably one of those 400 million people. Without me, trust me, Sandy, like I said, it will be 400 million. So, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's managed to build a very um, recognizable brand, a very respectable brand, CR7. I mean, it's when you see CR7, everybody knows CR7. It's very, very iconic, and then he's managed to make that brand solid. I mean, and, and, and he being in the record, scoring a lot of goals, and then his personality... His family life is, is all out there. He's try, he, he tries to share everything with the world. And then, I mean, not everything, everything, but then most of it is with the world. He has a deodorant line, sorry, a perfume line, boxer shorts line. I mean, it's, I mean, CR7 is, is, the brand is just big. Is just big, and he is the most followed man. He is he even has more followers than all the Premier League teams combined. All the Premier League teams combined is around 400, 400, 000, uh, 400 million. Sorry, uh, oh, sorry, uh, all the Premier League teams combined is I think 200 million, and he has twice that amount like 400 million. Well, that, that's pretty big uh, on the social media level. I mean, he's the biggest there is. I'm not sure if maybe anyone will surpass that. Or maybe if anyone surpasses that, I mean, you will also be surpassing other hallmarks or other, other landmarks, so to speak. So, I mean, he, he's earned it. I mean, he's, he, he completely deserves it. So, I mean, <laughs> so I think he said on his, in his social media appreciation put that, post that it is now a good time to say, shoo. To all his followers so we are responding back Shoo. <laughs> 
amazing of course CR7 for life shout out to all you know the fans of Cristiano Ronaldo in the entire world you guys have been amazing by just not you know watching uh, his football matches but also following him on social media to uh, you know ascertain or be crowned the most followed individual in the whole world so still on the soccer stories Super Sport viewers can look forward to, you know, round of 16 action from the UEFA Champions League with matches scheduled for Tuesday, today, 22nd February and Wednesday, 23rd as well. So the first knockout round continues this midweek. With Tuesday seeing Chelsea welcome French champions Lille to Stamford Bridge. Also, the Blues will be looking to establish a significant first leg advantage. But manager Thomas Tuchel has warned them against underestimating their League One opposition. So he said that we will not assume anything or approach this game in a different way. Yes, there are no easy matches in the Champions League, and we expect Lille to be very difficult opponents. Of course, they have to look forward to be able to get the right tactics to beat Lille. So Tuesday also sees Villarreal and Juventus meet at Estadio della Caramica with the Italian side having to cope with the presence of key attacker Federico Chiesa for what uh, will be a tough clash away to the yellow submarine. So once they see another major clash in Spain, as La Liga champions Atletico Madrid host Manchester United at Estadio Wanda Metropolitano. Much of the focus, you know, uh, will be on the Red Devils. I'm talking of Cristiano Ronaldo, who has an extraordinary scoring record against Atletico. That is 25 goals in 35 games. But recently singled out their manager Diego Simon for praise. So he has a lot of courage. Ronaldo is saying uh, uh, that's what Simon is saying about Ronaldo and he said that I like people like that. And you know, having this milestone of having 400 followers, he wouldn't uh, be so calm for, you know, kind of defeat tomorrow ahead of their match too. Have a reduce of the fans on Instagram. It's never gonna happen. So we look forward to that particular match. Away from that, Germany teenager Drew Brand is a player. England defenders will not be relishing coming up against in the final match of the Arnold Clark Cup on Wednesday. So the 90-year-old has become one of Europe's most exciting prospects, having impressed for clubs and country over the past year. So the attacking midfielder scored and assisted a goal within the first five minutes of her international debut in a and eight months later, she was staring for club side Hoffenheim in the first Champions League campaign, scoring and setting up a goal in a four goals to one win over Arsenal. But Brown has become a long way since playing football in the garden with other older brother and now is eyeing a place in German squad for this summer European Championship in England. So we look forward to that. Away from that, Black Maidens coach, yes, Baba. Nuhu says his team will soon shift focus, low-profile friendly matches to high-profile games. Yes, and tactical work ahead of the next month's you know, under 17 Women's Cup qualifier against Senegal, Ghana will next month take on the young, uh, you know, Taringa Lions in the first round of qualifiers for the Indian 2022 tournament. And coach Baba Nuhu expects us players uh, to turn their mind towards that mission. So we were actually asking our pundits, I'm talking of Damien Awoge, on the reasons why they are looking forward to, you know, to be shifting from the low profile games to the high profile. Is it that the low profile games? 
are not making them outperform and what are the tactical forces they have to you know use in terms of beating senegal in the fifa under 17 uh world cup qualifier so let's listen to damien and be back after that so um looking at the black maidens i mean shifting focus to high profile games and i think it is it is really important because we've been playing these low profile matches and then um the, the ladies are not improving i mean if you want to compete with the best i mean you play with the best you prepare with the best um so if you come be the best and you want to be playing against mediocre mediocre i mean you you, you don't test your strength you don't test your strength so I believe they are more playing, they, they deciding to turn it up a notch and then uh, play against the, the best teams there is. You know? I mean, it, it's a lot of, I mean, if, and the Black Maiden Scrum, there, there hasn't been a lot of fans going in there. So, I mean, playing those high profile matches will at least get the ladies something small and then at least motivate them on a, another level. And that might significantly improve their performances uh, in their qualifiers. Playing against Senegal also. I mean, Senegal, they are stronger than us and they are faster than us. So, I mean, that is good. It's just a step in the uh, right direction, if you if you ask me. So, I, I believe they are going to. It's, it's long overdue. And they deserve big PDs too. So... <laughs> I mean, yes. I've never heard this one before that, you know, uh, going away from low profile matches to high profile, maybe it's good for them. We hope to see their performance with Senegal in the under uh, 17 women's cup qualifier. And we look forward to see, we hope that it won't turn out like the black stars. I'm not seeing anything. So away from the soccer stories, we move to tennis and Novak Djokovic says he had the best possible experience in returning with a win at the Dubai tennis championship in his first match since being involved in a vacation and visa saga in the build-up to the Australian Open. So the world number one became the focus of a global story when he was deported from the Australia on 16th of January because of the COVID-19 vaccination status. But his return to action, he saw of Italy's Lorenzo Mositi 6-3-6-3 on that and he said it is really a pleasant experience. So after thinking the crowd following his first match of 2022 Djokovic added by saying in a quote I couldn't pick a better place to kickstart the season it was the best possible experience uh, tonight all in all it's a straight set win so of course I have to be satisfied especially after not playing for two and a half almost uh, three months we we are really happy about that so the number one seed Djokovic saved all seven breaks point he serves against Musati the world number 58 and will face either Russian Karen Takhovog or Australia's Alexander uh, Mignor in round two on that. Still on tennis but away from Djokovic, French Open finalist Anastasia Palichikova have a knee injury that will root her out of action uh, for 10 weeks. That is what uh, she is telling us today, Tuesday. So the 30 years old Russia reached a career high ranking number 11 in November after a successful 2021 season in which she reached her maiden Grand Slam final in Paris and also won the Olympic mixed double uh, gold medal and led Russia to the Belgian 
King Cup title. So she said that unfortunately I'm out for 10 weeks due to my ongoing knee, uh, you know, uh, doing my rehab and everything so that I can be back soon and as fit as ever. So we are looking forward to her being, uh, you know, fit and coming back. But she tested positive ahead of this year's Australian Open and reached the third round before losing in three sets of the Sorana Satya on that. Away from her, Russians Teresa Yes Martin Kova also defeated Ukraine 10th seed. I'm talking of Elena Sivtolina 6 7 2 7 5 7 6 in a nearly three hour match Monday in the first round of Kata Total Energies Open in Doha. Yes, the Kata Total Energies Open in Doha. So Sivtolina also converted nine of 10 breakpoint opportunities and saved 12 out of 22. But Martin Kova had seven eggs and would run up winning nine more points in a 251 point epic americans team kokogov also the 14th seed beats countrywoman shelby rogers 6263 as well as jacqueline christian nook of 11 seed elena Rabakina of the Zaktan 6463 and Switzerland are chairman beat German 13 seed Angelique Keba 466362. Other first, you know, round winners include the Latvian number 15 seed. I'm talking of Ospenko and Belgium 16 Elsie Mertens on that one. So that's how it happened for them on that. So away from tennis now, athletes and multiple world and Olympic champion. I'm talking of Mo Farah will return to action at the Vitality London 10,000 on May 2nd after recovering from a foot fracture, yes, organizers said in a statement on Monday. But a 38-year-old Brighton who completed a 5,000 and 10,000 meters double at the 2012 and 2016 Olympics failed to make the qualifying time for the 110 meters at last year's Tokyo Yes Games and has been out of action since June. So he said that I have been working hard to get back into shape following my injury. I have got a, a few more months to hard training ahead of me. So it's good to have a target like the Vitality London 10,000 to work towards said. So we hope to see more Farah back in action uh, very soon. In cricket today, Australian Test Cup Pat Cummins and opening batsman David Warner will not feature in the limited overs meeting with Pakistan next month after they were left out of the squad for a trio of one day internationals and the 2020 class. So he is supposed to miss it and it's quite sad. But in boxing today, Dylan White has signed a contract to fight WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury just hours before the deadline. The fight is expected to take place on 23rd of April potentially at Wembley Stadium. White, yes, 33, has until 6 o'clock DMT today to sign, but has spent this weekend and Monday negotiating details, you know, of the deal. So Dylan White signed the contract for $8 million. What a surprise. That's what Fury said on social media. Fury added that an absolute uh, idiot sold this even be talking points. The man signed for the biggest um payday he is going to get in his life so we look forward to this particular bout on the uh, 23rd of april 2022 between dylan white and tyson uh, fury on that so in netballing today 
five-time champions team Beth suffered a second defeat of the season after the second half set from Surrey Storm saw them triumph 62-58. So the Saracen, yes, Mavericks and the Manchester Thunder also both won to continue their unbeaten runs. Liz Reynolds held off winless Celtic Dragons to end 57-52 victory while London Post overcame Waps 52-35. So, you know, the reigning champions, uh, you know, Lord Bront Lighting beat the Suri's um, Thunderstorm 72-56 on that. So, the Wabs also fell apart in their third quarter, scoring just five goals to the Pulse's 18 and spiraling to a 30 feet of the campaign. Before we wrap it up today in rugby, former England and Saracen Log, I'm talking of George Cruz, is to retire after completing the season with Japanese side. I'm talking of the Saitama World Night in May. So the 32-year-old was capped 45 times by England and played in a 2019 World Cup final while he won one British and Irish Lion Test Cup in 2017. So Cruz won four premiership and three Champions Cup titles in 11 years with the Saracen, making 185 club appearances. Not forgetting in 2020, he moved to Japan where he won the top league uh, title last season. So he said that uh, I made a huge tough decision to retire at the end of the season. Yes, that was uh, written by, uh, you know, uh, Cruz on social media. He continued by saying that I can only summarize the last 14 years as the most ridiculous journey uh, packed full of memories and, you know, our friendship. I am massively grateful to be able to retire on my own terms. It's really bad that we are not going to see him, you know, participating and giving out his all for us. But Cruz made his England debut against New Zealand in 2014. Also, he was part of the team that won the 2016 Six Nations Grand Slam in 2020 Six Nation uh, title as well. He also played two World Cups for his country in 2015 and 2019 as well. Coming on as a replacement in the 2019 final defeat by South Africa. So today, Cruz, I'm talking of, you know, George Cruz in rugby is officially retiring from, you know, uh, his duties. And we wish him well on that. But on this note, this is where I end the sports tidbit on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching live on Facebook. Stay tuned for the 20 Hits Countdown. My name is Sandra Asante. I'll be back soon.
yes, of course, it's Matias from another day that we can. DJ Charm was the one in the studios giving that beautiful tunes. Uh, today on Entertainment Hub, a lot of, you know, exciting stories are popping up in the day. And uh, uh, this one really got me. I'm talking of, you know, Tanzanian musician Diamond Platinum is in hot soup because of what he added to his new music video. But before we get there, we go straight to the stories. And Jennifer Anderson, afraid of how much Matthew Perry knows about her divorce. Mm, a lot of things truth truth will come in out so jennifer honestly fears matthew perry will spill her divorce details with brad Pitt in his upcoming memoir so an insider told c closer magazine the actress is aware of how much her friends co-star knows about her situation with Pitt and his nervous all will be out in the open with perry's new book so the insider revealed that he perry hasn't suggested that the book will include private details about anyone else but jen knows matthew will want a better seller and to achieve that he will need to expose as many juices secret as possible this is really happening just as um one of jennifer anderson's movie i'm talking about the good morning show where you know people have to bring us secrets to uh sell magazines and books as well this is what exactly it is happening in her real life so the insider added that and being a preview to one of the most high profile show be split in history he knows that he will be something uh you know everyone will want to know about however people around jennifer have tried to calm her down agreeing that perry wouldn't have never betray her but there are a lot of betrayals around it can happen but i'm not saying it but i have lived to tell the tale even though at times i look like i wouldn't and that is all it is here so i apologize if it's not uh if it's not a pop-up book so let's see what perry will be officially talking about in his upcoming book this month so we hope to see it away from that the only man who is in fire for shooting you know cinematographer Helena Norton. I'm talking of Alec Baldwin. He is in the news today. And Alec Baldwin, defended by Santa Fe District Attorney Mary Carmack Atwis. Yes, Alec Baldwin may be innocent in the rash shooting case after all. So the Santa Fe District Attorney Mary Carmack Atwis claimed that Baldwin might not have pulled the trigger that short cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the Mexico set of a film Rust. So the prosecutor told Vanity Fair that she launched an informal investigation after Baldwin's tearful ABC News interview uh, that to find out if he actually pulled the trigger. So you can pull the hammer back without actually pulling the trigger and without actually looking at that's what comic actress attorney is saying so so you can pull it back part way it doesn't lock and then you let it go so the firing pin can hit the primer of the bullet so i didn't know too much about guns but certainly not the 185 series era revolvers so when i first heard that i was like oh that's crazy that's what the attorney told vanity so in an interview baldwin asserted that he did not kill hutchins we were looking forward to see what the truth will be but the news comes after hutton's family sue baldwin for her death on tuesday yes last tuesday is really bad that we hope that we'll be able to settle that away from baldwin Aaron Rodgers, yes, and Shaney Worldly were rumored 
hmm, to have ended engagements. This is so painful. So Aaron Rodgers is seemingly clapping back to rumors of his breakup with Cheney. Rodney do the NFL star turn to Instagram on Monday to share a series of photos in a gratitude-filled post. So here is some hashtag Monday Night Gratitude for some of the incredible special people in my life yes yeah, so with some pictures from the last beautiful year he began while attaching pictures from the football field however one of the photos that captured fans attention was you know Woodley's resting on his shoulders as couple you know seemed blissful it's really sad that uh, you know, rumors are saying that it's splitting up. Oh, it's so sad. It just reminded me of Camila Cabello and Sean Mendes. So the post comes after Rogers made headlines of being a difficult man separating uh, from the divergent star. So we hope to see what will happen if they will come out to say that it's is happening or not we hope to see so kim kardashian is here in the news and she is finding solace in her sister's americana west constant effort to have her back the mother of four recounted her blessings today as she posted a photo with members of the kardashian jenner clan yes you can see that on your screen if you're watching on facebook oh that's a beautiful picture so in a throwback photo kim was spotted in a white buddy hugging uh dress while she was drawn with elder sister Courtney kardashian in a cut-out black dress, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie also post alongside the 41-year-old flashing their best smile. So whatever, even in the hard times, at least you should be able to put smiles on your face. Meanwhile, you know, extrans hard I'm talking of Kanye has responded to a petition of going back to single. The rapper demands necessary amendments to her appeal before he can sign the divorce papers. We don't know what's going to happen with Kanye and Kim, but we hope to see the best outcome of all of this divorce saga. Away from Kim Kardashian to Britney Spears. Singer Britney Spears has reportedly signed a lucrative $15 million deal to write a tell-all book. I believe this is going to be about the conservatorship. I think so, too. So the 40-year-old singer will address her career, her personal life, and her family in the memoir as she reportedly signed a landmark deal with, uh, you know, known publishers simon and scooter so according to the publication simon and scooter are reached a deal during a biden war with multiple publishers on that but britney spears on the post on instagram revealed that she was sitting on the vouch of the story about her family members who sat by and watched her endure the 13 grueling years of conservatorship i said it is definitely gonna be part it's gonna be the first part of the book i'm telling so saying that lord have mercy on my family so if i ever do an interview oh i'm really sad that she never got to be happy with the family but it is what it is you can have it all so courtney is here from came to courtney courtney kardashian i'm talking of the ex scott disick he is in the news so scott disick shared his feeling about chloe kardashian after she put her enviable figure and new blonde hairdo on display that is comparing her to marilyn uh, monreal jazz on instagram so the american tv personality 37 seemed to be a big fan of the late hollywood legend as she you know uh, channeled some serious marilyn vibes in the strapless gown and matching gloves so you know the reality star looks similar to the legendary actor or pink look in the iconic 1953 if you're watching on facebook and see ah, i'm loving that she's looking hot on that so you know 
So Chloe fans recalled and called Marilyn Monroe of a new era as she showcased the enviable figure of Alexi Peritress apparently showing her ex Tristan Thompson what he is missing. Of course, he's missing a lot. Huge stuff. So Scott Disick, the ex of Sister Courtney Kardashian, keeping up with the Kardashian co-star, simply commented Marilyn. So Courtney left a comment on his sister's picture saying you better well adding a brown heart emoji. That's so beautiful. So you know Marilyn Marilyn Mon Chloe is that you one of her followers added. She is looking beautiful with that. You know, I never thought that she would be looking so close and similar in that, but she was looking beautiful. But Chloe Kardashian joke of a show, you know, stopping outfit is giving. I just buried my rich husband vibe. So, you know, she just buried a rich husband vibe. We, we don't care about, you know ex Tristan Thompson he's gone we are gone too so away from that the queen is here and the queen received good news about her horse yes Ken Cardin a winning uh you know an important race for her on Sunday amid the COVID-19 she received you know beautiful news that would definitely let the virus sometimes go away far away from the royalty i'm talking of queen elizabeth ii so britain's queen elizabeth received a much needed good news late on sunday just hours after it was announced that she has contracted covid19 and today is opening up they're talking about it so according to hello magazine the 95 year old monex racing horse i'm talking of king Cardin, snagged a win at the federation um, Blockstock agent Maiden um, huddle at the Newbury Recourse on Sunday. London, you know, the Queen are uh, a mood booster. So, whether COVID, she has a beautiful news that will, you know, make him strong uh, during her quarantine days. So, talking to Race TV, trainer Nikki Henderson said that we are all sad to hear Her Majesty has COVID 19. I don't know if that COVID medicine, but I hope it is. So, Newberry race course also addressed the queen in a tweet after the race, which said, and I quote, we hope this cheers you up, your majesty. King Carden wins the Federation of Bloodstock Agents, maiden hurdle gets well soon, of course, queen. Your Royal Majesty get well soon. You're looking forward to see you strong and healthy. So the queen is notably an avid you know equestrian and has enjoyed horse racing since an early age so she's also a host of the royal windsor horse show at the windsor park as well so we are hoping to you know see the queen very well on so away Number from the one. queen bastille and royal story i'm talking of Meghan marker and prince harry they are here in the news and they met with princess eugene Yes, and husband Jack Brokebank for a Halloween night out in 2016. So the couple had gathered in uh, Toronto, Megan's Canadian hometown, to have a fun-filled night out before the Duke and Duchess relationship came out in the public. So the four went in condition to the bizarre Halloween outfit to attend a gothic party. That's what it is happening. But speaking to Ellen DeGeneres about the night, Megan recalled that he came to see me in Toronto and our friends and his cousin Eugene and now husband Jack, they all came as well. So they were actually bringing a lot of people closer to them. But if it could be, you know that this royalty, when you start dating any prince, oh, Paparazzis are finding you even on your bed in your sleep. They'll come take a picture of you. So Megan confirmed this saying that it was a, you know, post-apocalypse theme. So we had it all very bizarre costuming on and we were able to just have 
one fun final night out. It was, I can imagine how beautiful it was. So it was also revealed that Megan and Harry's love came out in the public on this night. So, you know, they made it official at this night, Halloween night in 2016. Hmm, I love that. So finding freedom, Arthur's Ahmed Odie, I'm talking over Omid Scobie and Carolyn Durand. Arthur's revealed that how the Royals received a call from one of Harry's aides at the Kingston St. Palace. It wasn't a good news. So the Arthur's other that media got to know about their laid back romance and was about uh, the spill it out and the word next day. So that evening when they went out to have that huge fun, that one fun, the next day it was everywhere, you know. It's not easy to be royalty, I'm telling you. So, away from that, David Beckham. Yes, not just David Beckham. I'm talking of uh, the son of David and Victoria Beckham's son. I'm talking Cruz Beckham is following his mom's footsteps to become a singer. Hmm. Junior Beckham, singer? Hmm, I don't know. The last time I checked, he was in the news of winning up to, you know, having a cookie show. Now he wants to be like Justin Bieber and, you know, Post Malone and Cole. So the Biden artist is reportedly working with Justin Bieber songwriter, the writer Paul Beer, who held the singer Ridge Hides or Success. So Paul Beer has provided uh, lyrics for songs like Yummy, What Do You Mean, and Intentions. Those songs are amazing, you know, and I know too. So in an interview, Cruz told the I magazine that he has shifted his interest from football to music from dad to mom now because the dad is a footballer and the mother is a singer so he started with the football ideas and now he has given up it's not easy to be cristiano ronaldo i'm telling you so he said that he has shifted interest from football to music this is what he said i thought i would want to do football and i did that for a bit at that point i just decided that it's exactly what i want to do i even learned how to play the mandolin for a song i wrote i don't think you ever stop learning but uh, i am taking my time seeking what happens so you're hoping to see what happens if you go back to footballing or he will be an artist like justin bieber so cruz other that he and paul beer have been in the studios a few times and made some songs together so in the next few days few weeks you'll be looking forward to see cruz beckham the son of david and victoria beckham bringing out the david song that will be really unhappy to go listen to it so before we wrap it up diamond platinum is on the news and he is being criticized online for featuring a confederate flag in the video of his latest hit song oh diamond platinum don't let them bash you from platinum hmm to grass so you know the confederacy was a group of the southern states that fought to keep slavery during the u.s civil war and the flags are seen in you know div- divisive and a symbol of racial intentions in the u.s one of diamond's video scenes as you know the song giddy yeah you can check it out and you see what we're talking about so one of the diamond scenes in the song giddy has two of the flags displayed as he dances while doing a cowboy look yes if you're watching on facebook you can see the hot cowboy look is really really amazing so that's what uh you know he has been honest so it's really really amazing you can even see from the picture that the video could be quite intense with amazing uh you know scenery in and so uh some tweeters have reacted to the music video and one tweeter said that the confederate flag in your video is disturbing you really didn't like that particular confederate flag that diamond platinum uh you know added to the video and they are really really criticizing him for that we i hope you'll be able to you know 
reshooted a video so that he would be free from African bash. If Africans start to bash you, oh my goodness, you even feel it in your dreams. So that's what is happening in the entertainment circus today. Thank you so much for joining me on Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio for this update. I know that I'm always here to give you all the juiciest news you need to know about your favorite celebrities and what's going on with them. So I'm going to sign out now, but don't go anywhere because DJ Charm is here with you to take you on that musical journey from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. only on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Santa. Enjoy your evening till the fullest. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.